Welcome to episode 6 of the Baller Bet Podcast. Today is Tuesday, November 13th, and I'm your host, My Guy Knows a Guy. That's at My Guy Knows a Guy on Twitter and My Guy Knows a Guy on Reddit, where you can join the discussion in the sportsbook subreddit with sports bettors all around the world. You can also follow the show directly on Twitter at The Baller Bet Pod. The Baller Bet Podcast is a show exclusively dedicated to covering the world of basketball from a sports betting perspective. We provide picks, commentary, and analysis on a daily basis, and the show is based in Toronto, Canada. Now, last night was a really entertaining night in the NBA. We had nine games, and I provided three picks here on the show. I hope you guys were able to follow me with a couple of live bets last night. Uh, I live betted them on, I live tweeted them on Twitter. Um, I had a really good time last night, even though my Toronto Raptors got smoked at the house by the Pelicans. Uh, the spread in that one was nine. I didn't bet on the game, but uh, I definitely root for the home team. But I try to exhibit no bias when it comes to them, when when it comes to them in betting, and I'll gladly bet against them if it means I'm going to profit that night. Uh, I was really impressed by the New Orleans Pelicans and how they just, as soon as they took the lead in the first quarter, they never gave the lead up. Uh, they were really assertive. They were getting a lot of high quality shots. And uh, it wasn't the best night from Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard, uh, and the, you're gonna ex- you, you should expect in pro sports that teams are gonna dip every now and then. It's, it's a long season. Kyle Lowry was playing on such a high level to come out for this season. He, I guess he was due for a letdown game, and uh, yeah, I was just surprised by how the the Pelicans were able to pull off, uh, be able to score 126 in Toronto. Uh, they definitely need to tighten up their defense for the next game. But that's my take on the home team. Other than that, I, ha- I had some fun live betting last night. And there uh, I was able to catch the Miami Heat uh, plus four and a half on the first half uh, live uh, when they went down by about, they were down by about eight points at that point. thought there was some value on that um, for them to tighten up. Uh, I'm pretty surprised by the dip in the Miami Heat's performance. I know that they haven't really had a consistent roster uh, for throughout the season. They've been missing a few guys, but their team is comprised of uh, a lot of good role players. And um, this is a team that is dipping in performance, and it is noteworthy. They've lost a couple of games at home in a row. Uh, last night, they played an undermanned Philadelphia team that was uh, essentially, if you watch the game, were, were only playing seven players last night. Uh, they weren't able to integrate Jimmy Butler into their roster just yet, and I thought that Philadelphia's offensive performance would lack uh, would be lacking due to that due to that fact, uh, the fact that they are, haven't been able to integrate Jimmy Butler yet, and they lost Dario Saric and Robert Covington. However, my pick ended up being a loser. Uh, Philadelphia beat Miami 124 to 114. I had the under 220 and a half. And uh, if you guys were paying attention to some of the, the live the, to the line movements in that one, uh, the total actually increased uh, to 224 and a half, uh, uh, which was a little bit strange to me. Uh, but that did indicate that maybe my pick was was a little bit doomed even beforehand, as as I expected the market to go the other way. But that's why it's an 82 game season. We have games every day, and you can't win them all. Another game that I ended up losing in was the Dallas Mavericks and the Chicago Bulls on the total. I projected that game to go over the total of 214. And that that's another game that ended up the, where the line movement went against my pick uh, just before tip-off. It dipped down to about 212.5. The Mavericks beat the Bulls 103-98 to in Dallas, I mean in Chicago. And uh, that was that was a loser. Uh, 
it was a slow-paced game. They picked it up a bit in the second half. But the Chicago Bulls are a team that is decimated by injuries. And I just thought that their the, the combined defensive rating of both of the teams um, would, would translate into more points in easier buckets and definitely a lot of free throws attempted for both teams. Uh, neither team really attempted many free throws last night. And the, the, the higher quality roster of the Dallas Mavericks was able to assert themselves defensively. Um, my third pick of the night last night was a winner. It was the Utah Jazz and the Memphis Grizzlies under 203. Uh, the, the Jazz won 96-88 in Memphis. It was an impressive win. The pace was pretty slow on this one. Uh, there weren't that many free throws generated, and uh, they, it, it was a back-and-forth game. It was, it was actually a pretty entertaining game. I, I caught a bit of it. I had some multi-screen action going on with that one and the rap, my hometown Raptors. Uh, that game, you definitely keep an eye out um, for the for Memphis Grizzlies totals at home. Uh, they, they 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 try to assert themselves in their style of play. Uh, they're 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 a tough team, and their defense is uh, sixth in the NBA in defensive rating. Uh, that was before last night. I'm not sure what it is right now, but um, they're definitely a team that's going to make it difficult for any team that comes into Memphis. And uh, so keep an eye on them. I hope you guys are able to at least salvage uh, something on that one possibly with some live stuff and maybe doubling down uh, and i hope that you were able to cash the winners on that one so my nba games last night went one and two against the spread on my official plays uh i went two and one on my live tweet plays uh for live betting but my overall podcast picks for the nba so far brings my picks on the uh, after uh, six episodes brings my record to nine and seven against the spread Last night, I also provided three picks in college basketball. These are my first three picks on the podcast in college basketball, and it was a pretty, it was pretty tough. But I was, uh, I ended up going one, one, and one against the spread. I had Monmouth plus fifteen against St. Joseph's, and they lost by exactly fifteen at the last second. Uh, so that was a push. I had. Illinois Chicago plus six and a half against Duquesne. Uh, that game went to overtime, and Duquesne ended up beating Illinois Chicago by one, so the six and a half were good. And then I had Utah plus eight against Minnesota. They lost by nine, so it could by literally by a basket apiece. It could have easily been a three and zero night in college basketball. It's pretty encouraging. Uh, my technical analysis on those games actually proved to be pretty accurate. And I'm hoping to get the ground, hit the ground running uh, from th- from tonight onward in college basketball. I took a deep dive on just about every game uh, that's being played today, and I have some opinions on that later in the show. Uh, but I want to start off with the NBA first tonight because we have a short card. Uh, there are only three games tonight, so keep in mind that there's going to be an abnormally large amount of money bet on these three games. Uh, there's a finite amount of money bet each night around the world. Um, and you have to keep in mind that when there's a short card like this, uh, these games, you're going to see a lot of line movement, especially in the hour or two before the games tip off, just because there's a, there's going to be a lot more money uh, bet on these games per game. Uh, so definitely keep track of the line movement. Uh, there is there is one game that's already had a dramatic amount of line movement, and that's the first game on the card, the Charlotte Hornets on the road at the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Hornets are favored by 8.5, and, and the total is 216 as of right now. The time is just about 2 o'clock Eastern time. And this game actually opened up at Charlotte Hornets minus 6 in Cleveland. 
Uh, so it's already jumped up by two and a half points. You can pretty much anticipate that the majority of the money in this one would be on the Hornets. Um, this is a Cleveland Cavaliers team that's completely decimated by injuries. Uh, we, as we all know, they, they've lost. They, they've been without Kevin Kevin Love, All Star Kevin Love, um, for most of the season. But tonight they are also without Kyle Korver uh, and Chetty Osman and George Hill, who's going to be out for a couple of weeks with a shoulder injury. Now, this one, this is a game that I'm not particularly fond of, of betting on on the side, largely due to that line movement. I was leaning towards taking the Hornets uh, due due to the, the, the relatively small line um, of six. This is a road game. Uh, now, mind you, uh, just uh, about two weeks ago, these teams met almost two weeks ago. The Hornets beat the Cavaliers. This game was in, the first game was in Charlotte. The Hornets beat them 126 to 94. They beat they they beat them down. Uh, so that would indicate that the Hornets team. This is a Hornets team that does have the one up on Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, this is a team that failed to beat uh, LeBron James while he was in Cleveland the during his entire four-year tenure during his second stint in Cleveland. So they're, they're, I'm sure they were ready to turn turn that around uh, against the LeBron-less Cleveland Cavaliers, and they exhibited that in the first game. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, however, I think compared to their roster, the roster, no, we all know their roster is terrible, but I do not think that their roster is the worst in the NBA. I actually think that the Atlanta Hawks and the Phoenix Suns are two teams with worse rosters, even though the Phoenix Suns have Devin Booker. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, in my opinion, they've been actually underperforming compared to the, to the relative strength of their roster. Now, the roster, to me, still is bottom five in the NBA, but I, I do think that they've been slight, they've slightly been underperforming relative to that against the, uh, uh, in terms of straight-up wins. This is a team that's currently 1-11. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets are 7-6. and six. These are straight-up numbers. Uh, but the Cleveland Cavaliers have performed decently against the spread. Uh, I'm not going to say that... I'm not going to, I'm not going to touch this one as an official play um, uh, in terms of the side, but I do have a play on the total because... The Cleveland Cavaliers defense is absolutely terrible, and they've they've already played one time, and they've all the Charlotte Hornets have already shown the ability to put up a large amount of points against this Cleveland Cavaliers team. I do think that Cleveland will play better in this one. Uh, there has been a coaching change since then. Larry Drew is now the coach uh, in Cleveland, and they have had a couple of tighter games since then. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, my play on this one is the over, uh, it's currently listed at 215 and a half, so I will list that, list that as an official play, uh, the over in the Charlotte Hornets and the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, just keep in mind that, you know, Charlotte Hornets, I know that, you know, that they've already destroyed the Cleveland Cavaliers one time this season, but I, I'm not particularly fond of any 7-6 and six team in the NBA being able to lay down an eight and a half point line on the road. Uh, that is going to be a difficult number to cover, uh, even though the competition that they're playing is terrible competition. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're coming off a game where they lost to the Chicago Bulls by one point, um, a game that they probably thought that they could win. But keep in mind that this is a team that still has um, J.R. Smith, Tristan Thompson, uh, Larry Nance Jr., uh, Jordan Clarkson. Um, I know it's, it's a, it is a thin roster, but... I think they also have Rodney Hood, but I do think that they have the capability to keep this one close. Um, Larry Drew has coached them in, in some, into some closer games since taking over. Um, 
So be a little wary of, in my opinion, be a little wary of laying down the eight and a half line, especially if it dips up, if it ticks up to nine. Um, that is a hot pick for today. The Charlotte Hornets uh, maybe dodge this one uh, on the side. And um, just because of the fact that, you know, the Charlotte Hornets, they are a good team uh, with Kemba Walker, Tony Parker, um, Nick Nicholas Batum. However, uh, they are missing Michael Kidd Gilchrist for tonight, uh, who the, a player who is their elite defender on the elite defender on their team. I'm sure they're going to try and put up a lot of points tonight. However, uh, I would be wary of that line unless it, for some reason it dips back down into the six six and a half range, simply because Charlotte Hornets are a seven and six team. I just don't think they can give up eight and a half on the road. However, I think the over is a safer play. So that is my first official play on the show today. The Charlotte Hornets and the Cleveland Cavaliers over 215 and a half. Now the next game on the card is one that I'm highly tempted to play, but I am laying off of. It is the Houston Rockets on the road at the Denver Nuggets. Now the Denver Nuggets are a team that started the season pretty hot, uh, just like the New Orleans Pelicans and the Milwaukee Bucks. However, the... Without any major injuries, the Denver Nuggets are currently on a three-game losing streak, and all of which are home are were at home. Now, um, because of the altitude and and the loud arena, the Denver Nuggets are perceived to be a superior home team. So I can see how they'd be favored against the Houston Rockets, uh, even though they are slight favorites. But the Houston Rockets, this is a team with a stellar roster, with the reigning MVP. Uh, they came off, they, came, they started the season with a pretty slow start. Uh, so I'm sure that that is factoring into this line. However, uh, the, the, I think the last game with Houston was a turnaround game. Uh, they looked pretty. They looked pretty good. Um, they may be shedding some baggage with uh, Carmelo Anthony. Uh, that may end up being a good thing for them, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, I, th- I was impressed with the Houston Rockets during in that game against uh, the Indiana Pacers the, the other night. However, the Denver Nuggets have lost three straight, including a loss against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Now that was a pretty—I wouldn't say important—but that was a pretty—that was a pretty important game against the Milwaukee Bucks because both teams were are, were coming off losses, and were trying. And b- both of these teams are teams with high potential and are trying to prove themselves in the league and establish themselves in the upper echelon of the NBA tier. Now, the Denver Nuggets were rated first in defensive rating before this losing streak, and they've since dipped to sixth. Their defense is trending in the wrong direction. Uh, There has been a lack of ball movement uh, with the Denver Nuggets. I've noticed that just by watching the games. Uh, So I am tempted to take the Houston Rockets plus four and even money line. However, I think that this line is indicating that it may be too easy to take the Houston Rockets, and this may be a a bounce-back game for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, They're going to come out pretty angry in this one. Um, So I'm going to lay off this one just because I don't feel all too comfortable giving the Houston Rockets four right now, Uh, especially this is a Houston Rockets team that is playing with a, a, a sense of early season desperation, if there ever is such a thing because of their slow start and they know that they can't fall behind too much too far behind in um in the west so i i I wouldn't be surprised if denver wins this game and covers the number Uh, but because of that internal um confusion i'm gonna lay off this game uh and and we'll move on to the next one the next game on the card is the atlanta hawks on the road at the golden state warriors now the spread in this one is currently 12 points and the total is listed at 228 and a half on the online book that I use. The Golden State Warriors are coming off a game uh, just down the road in Los Angeles last night in overtime against the Clippers. That's a game in which they lost. 
to the Clippers, and uh, I, w- I, w- I did catch that one later in the night. Uh, there was some arguing going on between Kevin Durant and uh, Draymond Green just before regulation ended. Uh, Kevin Durant thought that he should have had the ball uh, to finish the game. Uh, but my advice to him is that, you know, if you're going to cry about not getting the, getting the ball at the last second, try to help your team uh, not be in that position in the first place. There were a lot of people that were counting on the Warriors last night. I could just see that on Twitter, uh, uh, but I wasn't one of them. So, you know, it, it definitely wasn't a good look to see them arguing like that uh, on the, on the sideline. Uh, I'm not going to say there's any turmoil in Golden State. Far from it. Uh, they're actually really, really good friends, and they say that this is just team spirit, and this is just how they treat each other. However, the Golden State Warriors, this is a extre- an extremely high high quality roster. Uh, they lost at the Staples Center against the Clippers. The Clippers are perfect at home, at home, and uh, that tight line is a part of the reason why I wasn't leaning towards the Warriors. Uh, but the Clippers. It really indicated that the Clippers had a really, really good chance, especially with how they're playing. And watch out for the Clippers, man. They're they're flying under the radar. Uh, Doc Rivers has a pretty high high quality roster. A team uh, that a team to me, um, a team is a team that's similar to I would say they're similar to the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat uh, in terms of a team being mostly comprised of role players. Uh, more so the Miami Heat, but this is a team that seems to be uh, clicking. They're, they seem to be a, uh, they, they seem to have a lot of chemistry. They're playing high quality defense, and they're able to get a lot of high quality shots. Their effective field goal percentage is through the roof. And so back to this Warriors Hawks game. The Hawks are just about last. I wouldn't say well, not in every category, but the the Hawks are they're not a good team. Um, they had they do have three wins. And uh, this line is pretty small, especially with the perceived uh, discrepancy in the power of these two teams. Uh, 12 would indicate that, you know, it it seems like it's pretty easy to take the Warriors in this spot. Uh, Maybe the fact that they played an overtime game last night, and they do have a history of resting players. They played a game in overtime last night. Maybe that has something something to do with it. Um, I'm sure that's factored into the line somehow, maybe fatigue, but it is early in the season. But I think that um, in terms of energy, I think their I think I think their motivation and hunger to 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 get the bad taste of last night out of their mouth. I think they're going to come out uh, all guns all guns blazing tonight. I don't think the Atlanta Hawks will be able to stop them at all. Uh, you're, you're talking about 41 year old Vince Carter, uh, Trey Young, who's who is a rookie. He has been uh, one of the outstanding rookies so far this season. Uh, you have you do have a, a pretty good defender in Torian Prince and Kent Bazemore, but I just think they're going to be outgunned, and this game is it has the potential to be a massacre. Uh, one good nugget for you guys is that the Atlanta Hawks are the the worst team in the NBA in terms of turnovers. They turn the ball over 18.8 times per game, and as we know from watching the Warriors over the years, if you turn the ball over them, they if you turn the ball over on a consistent basis against them, they will make you pay because of their uh, excellent defensive wings uh, like Kevin Durant, uh, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, uh, Jordan Bell. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. Kavon Looney. These guys, uh, and Al- Alfonso McKinney, these guys are, are turning out to be these guys are excellent defenders, and if you turn the ball over against them, they're going to get a lot of easy baskets. Uh, I expect Clay Thompson to have a pretty good game tonight. He has been quiet. Uh, this is probably his night. This is probably his night tonight against this terrible Atlanta Hawks defense. So that is my second official play of the day: the Golden State Warriors minus twelve. Uh, you may want to catch that one before it dips. If it, if it before it increases. 
I do anticipate that game, um, barring some random last-minute announcement that a player is resting. I expect that one to increase to the 13-14 range. I think the 12 is too low. That number is incorrect, and the Atlanta Hawks are, are in big trouble. So I just want to remind you guys uh, to definitely follow me on Twitter at my guy knows a guy. That's my personal handle where I get into. I, I provide advice, uh, no strings attached. You can definitely DM me or tweet me anytime. I'm gonna respond to every tweet. Uh, I've been having some pretty good conversations with the guy with some people around the world during these NBA games. I've been providing some live betting advice, um, giving some insight into my strategies. So definitely hit me with a DM. Or you can just tweet me out, right, and join the NBA the NBA Twitter conversa- conversation. Uh, the Baller Bet Podcast is all about aiding uh, basketball bettors all around the world and helping you to make quality and informed decisions on a nightly basis to increase your bankroll. Uh, I, I went 1-2 and two last night and won 1-1 one and one in college, but I'm not crying about it. Didn't really lose much last night, uh, so I know that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I know that if we... If we adhere to that discipline, uh, financial discipline, that we will make quite a bit of money this season, as I did over the last two seasons. So definitely follow me on Twitter, at the Baller Bet Pod and at my guy knows a guy uh, to get involved with some conversation and some live betting stuff tonight during the games. Now, I want to get involved, uh, I want to get into these college games today. Uh, there, there is a full card of college games, so there's going to be a lot livelier uh, college basketball live betting going on tonight. And I want to list some of the picks without giving you too much of a technical uh, analysis of each one. Just know that I did take a deep dive analytically with these college games. And as the season progresses and there, there are more storylines and more insight and data into how some of these players and coaching staffs are performing, I'll be able to provide you with more insight in terms of why I'm leaning towards this way. But just know that um, to save you a bit of time for, to, for this early college basketball season, these are my picks. Maybe you can tell them or just observe them. But uh, just know I was just about a basket away last night. I was literally two points away last night from going 3-0 and on college basketball. It was a pretty good night to start the season. So with that, with, with that said, I'm going to give you uh, some of my best picks for tonight. Um, one of my top picks tonight is Harvard and UMass under 141. That's Harvard and UMass under 141. Another pick is Western Michigan plus 6 against Oakland. That's Western Michigan plus 6. Another one is Wisconsin-Milwaukee plus 6. Another one is Pepperdine and Northern Colorado under 156. Uh, Another pick for tonight is Wisconsin and Xavier under 144. And another pick is Memphis and LSU under. Oh, no, 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 that's, I, I scratched that one off. Sorry, I'm looking at my own notes. Uh, not the Memphis and LSU game. I'm, I was leaning towards that one, but I'm not, I'm not actually playing that one. Um, but those are my five picks for tonight. Uh, um, Pepperdine and Northern Colorado under 156. Wisconsin, Milwaukee plus six. Western Michigan plus six. Harvard and UMass under 141, and Wisconsin and Xavier under 144. That is a total of five picks. Hopefully we can go at least three and three and two and uh, make you guys some profit tonight. 
Uh, this is a pretty brief edition of the Baller Bet podcast. This was episode six. It's Tuesday, November 13th. I'm your host at My Guy Knows a Guy. Definitely hit me up on Twitter or Reddit. And uh, I highly advise that you join the Reddit, su- the Reddit subreddit called Sportsbook uh, for some lively sports betting advice just about every day. There are some really, really good cappers on there. There's some good, there's some high quality um, information on there. There are some other podcasts you can look into on the podcast monthly uh, discussion. And uh, definitely join the NBA daily discussion and the college basketball daily discussion. Join the discussion. Uh, try to draw some wisdom for the masses. There's no shame in uh, drawing some advice from other people and sharing advice and and, uh, adhering to some other disciplines. Definitely broaden your mind and uh, just see what's out there and uh, try to be as objective as possible. Uh, Try to think, uh, try to override your heart in a lot of these games. Sometimes the numbers will just blindly tell you uh, to pick a certain thing, uh, to pick a certain side, but you can see that sometimes the line tells the story and that is uh, a big part of my strategy trying to analyze why the line is the way it is Uh, and like i said before this is the baller bet podcast episode six you can see you can hear it on spotify apple music stitcher uh, podbean a pod breaker anchor uh, and plenty other podcast distribution platforms i hope you guys enjoyed the show and i'm out Hit me up later for some live tweets on some in-play live betting stuff, and uh, hopefully I'll see you guys later.